You're listening to the English Ministry Podcast of Chinese Christian Church Thousand Oaks. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Find out more at english.cccto.org. It is uh, my joy and privilege to introduce our guest speaker today. He is Dr. Christopher Sun. He's uh, known the Lord since he was a young boy and came to know the Lord when he was about eight years old. And uh, since then, he sensed God's call in his life. Uh, he's a licensed architect here in the state of California. But after he graduated, he felt God's call to go into ministry. And uh, he established a ministry called Kingdom of God Ministry uh, in 19, I think, 83. And so it's 33 years old. And uh, he has a booklet in the back, and it's in the lobby. And you can pick it up to read more about his ministry and about the history of it and the work that God's called him to. He and his wife, Shirley, who's Shirley sitting right here, have been married 40 years uh, this year. And so we congratulate you on that milestone. Um, so as Dr. Lee comes and shares God's word with us, uh, please be very attentive. Open up your Bibles. Stay focused. Uh, we want to encourage you to, to also be praying as you're listening to Dr. Sun, how God would be speaking to your own heart. Dr. Sun? It's a great privilege and honor to come to uh, share the message with our English congregation. I remember my first time come here was in 1994 with brother Michael John, uh, the famous tennis player. And that where every one of us had the potential as brother John. He was one of our congregation, one of the members of our church. Uh, today, the passage I'm going to share with you is in the Gospel of John chapter 11, Verse 17. Gospel of John chapter 11, verse 17. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, he went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. But Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she told him. I believe that you are the Christ Messiah, anointed one, the Son of God who was to come into the world. The topic of the message today is, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. Let's bow our head and pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, our Comforter, we pray that your Spirit move here freely, open our heart, open our ear, open our mind. Let every one of us be saved and have victory over victory in our life. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Jesus asked Martha, I'm the resurrection and the life. 
He who believes in me will live. Do you believe this? This same question Jesus Christ is going to ask you, the same question this morning. Do you believe Jesus is the answer of this world? Do you believe he is the only begotten Son of God? Do you believe he has the authority of life? Do you believe he can give us everlasting life? Yes, many of us here today, we go out to work regularly just like Martha did. You go out to work and come back home, you feel your life just like a pendulum swinging in the clock. And sometimes you question yourself whether your life has any meaning at all. You lost your beloved relative or your friend or your brother and sister left you. Some of them died for years or for months. You cry out in God at night in agony. Who can help me? In fact, all of the world, there seems to be a thought of pessimism cover the whole world. There's the crisis in economic system. There's the crisis in all the institutions that we all believe in the past. Since September, terrorist attacks, the whole world has been changed. Our human society has become even more unstable. Earthquake, famine, superpower, hurricanes, tsunami, flood, fire, riot, volcano, all kinds of disaster cover many parts of the world. The people everywhere cry out, What is hope? What is the future? Who is going to restore the order of the world? Who can stop the danger of Armageddon? Who can stop nuclear war? Who can restore and resolve the racial tension? Who can govern the world and bring peace and the social justice to the world? There is only one answer. The Lord Jesus Christ. Because since the beginning of human history, only Jesus, he claimed, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He's the way. He showed the direction. He's the truth. He said, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. He's alive. Only he can give us everlasting life. Only he can give us peace and enjoy the justice of the whole world. Because in the Bible, his name is Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And the Bible said, of the increase of the government and peace, there will be no end. Therefore, only Jesus Christ is the answer to our human being. Some people said, well, actually, I have a lot of questions. I have lots of problems, difficulty I cannot solve. Yes, to our human being. At least the three major questions are difficulty we cannot solve. We cannot solve the problem of immorality. We cannot solve the problem of suffering. And we cannot solve the problem of death. First, we cannot solve the problem of immorality. Today, our moral standards have faced the greatest challenge in our human history. Many areas of our life have been invaded by immoral flames, which leave no one untouched. Not like the past. Today we have internet and a website and a media, public publication, all kinds of things, and indicate the moral disintegration of our human society. A lot of famous historians already warned us. He said, they said the moral disintegration in the world will totally destroy and annihilate the whole human civilization. Lots of people lost our principle, lost our faith, lost our standard, and fallen into the trap of temptation of Satan. 
and seeing like a poisonous hook drag it deeper and the deeper and the deeper. Therefore, the Bible clearly points out: Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. That's reason why we need Jesus Christ because we cannot save ourselves. Therefore, we need Jesus Christ. That's the reason why Jesus died on the cross for us. On that cross, He cried out, "Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing." Because Jesus knows. A lot of time, you cannot control because our ancestor Adam and Eve sinned against God. Therefore, this DNA still flow in our blood. That's reason why we cannot control. That's reason why we need a savior. That's reason why Jesus Christ is the answer. The Bible promises: If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone; the new has come. Therefore, we have to believe in Jesus Christ, accept Him in our heart. Secondly, we cannot solve the problem of suffering, suffering pain. Many people try to solve their problem by using drug and alcohol. Even today, a lot of drug have been. Legalized, our human being face all kind of difficulties. People suffer because their broken family and the dysfunctional marriage. People suffer because their friend and relative left them. People suffer when trying to escape the modern technology and the pressures. A lot of people glue upon their eye, upon the television side or computer screen. And finally, dissatisfy and turn off the computer. We cannot find the satisfaction because God put empty in our heart, and this place can only fill with the spirit of God. Can only fill the love of God. Can only fill mighty God here because we are created by God. Therefore, here is empty. You feel all kind of fame, money, all kind of job, or all kind of thing. But garbage in will be garbage out. Only sanctify our, our Lord in the through our life. Then we will have sanctified life. We will connect with mighty God. That's the reason why Jesus said, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest." How many of you have a burden? All of us have a burden, but only Jesus can free us. That's reason why we have to come to Jesus. The thirdly, we cannot solve the problem of death. For thousands of years, we have to die. People will die. Death is real, just as I standing here. You sit there. Death is real. The book of Hebrew tells us, just as a man is destined to die once, and after that, to face judgment. Forty years ago. Scientists boasted that human will not die by modern technology, but look at today. The death problem, the disease, have even become even more vicious, even more dangerous than before. AIDS virus, cancer, medical diseases, SARS, all kind of diseases are like a black plague in the Middle Ages, spreading to the whole world. Even the health organization warned us that there will be more. Dangerous disease cover the whole world. Danger than AIDS virus. Today, we know death. The shadow of death cover every person, and we have to come to Jesus. Everyone lives the world at any time. Death is real. We are told that our physical life are like a tale that is told. 
a generation come and the past, and our life just like flower, flower that fades and the grass that wither. And a lot of people say, if man die, can he rise again? Only Jesus answered, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. Only he can solve the problem of death. To prove he's the author of life, Jesus raised the daughter of Jaira. This daughter just died. And Jesus said, the little girl, I command you, get up. And that little girl immediately received life and walked around. And Jesus raised him from the dead. And in the city of Nain, in the funeral procession of the one little son of a widow, this young man has been died for two or one day, but the Lord have a compassion upon this young man, upon this funeral procession. And he stopped them, and he commanded the young man, I'd say to you, get up. Immediately, that young man sat up and began to walk and began to talk. And Jesus handed that young man back to his uh, widow, his mother, to comfort her. And a lot of people say, well, that's not impossible. And those cases are just uh, by accident. How can people come back to life? Those people just uh, breathe, stop breathing temporarily and uh, later on and become conscious. Technically speaking, that's called coma, temporary in shock, and later on come back to life. How can people live again? That's reason Jesus, before he went to the cross, he had to let Lazarus come back to life. Why? Because Lazarus died for four days. Not only die, be stink, and be buried, and uh, be buried in the grave, and that grave have to put a large stone that take a few people to close the, 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 the door, and that's that's four days. Think about that. Lazarus has no hope. He was truly dead. But Jesus came to the grave. He said, take away the stone. The sister of the dead man. And Martha said, but Lord, by this time there is a bad odor. For he has been there for four days. Because according to a Jewish customer, they know God sometimes produces a miracle. But when people completely died. There's no hope. Therefore, four days. Martha said, there's a bad order for he had been there four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Jesus said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Not believe here. Not believe here. Only believe here in your spirit, in your button, in your gust. And then the disciples believed. They took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and uh, prayed. He said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said that for the benefit of those people who are standing here, that they may know that you sent me. When he said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus immediately have a life and come out. Today, Jesus Christ stand in front of us, every one of us. He said, he said, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Actually, 
many other people, a lot of people today, they do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. There's no light in their heart. There's no hope. And uh, a lot of people, they face uh, despair, difficulties, crisis, frustration, bitterness, just like a huge stone blocks the entrance of our heart. And that reason why we need Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He said, I am the light of the world. He who believes in me will never walk in darkness, but will have a light of life. A lot of time when I wake up in the midnight, even though the pitch darkness cover, but every time I pray to the Lord, I can see the light. Because Jesus is light. He's the light of light. Once you truly believe through the guts, through your spirit, believe in your heart, you will see the light of life because he is the door. But a lot of people, they do not still believe. They said, the Lord, I have not prepared for your coming. And uh, they do not want to move away the difficulty or they don't want to put the difficulty before the Lord. Jesus may walk away. First, Jesus come to the tomb of Lazarus. First, he required, move away the stone. That's our responsibility. Move away all kind of difficulty. Maybe that's your ego, your pride, your tradition, or your thought, or your previous dilemma whatsoever. But you have to do your part that Jesus command. Some even say, well, just like Martha Lord, it's too late. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. You come too late. My question have already there. You cannot solve the problem. But God's timing is not our timing. The Bible clearly said there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plan, and a time to uproot. God has his timetable. Never too late, because God knows what necessity is today. He knows your heart. He knows what is best for you. That's the reason why we have to surrender into his will. Say for the story of Lazarus, when Lazarus was sick, Martha and Mary sent a messenger as Jesus to come to see Lazarus as soon as possible, as early as possible. But Jesus stayed where he was two more days until Lazarus died. Until four days he come to the tomb of Lazarus for our benefit so that we know he is the author of God. He can do all things. No matter what, maybe four days, four years, 40 years, God can do all things. But on the other hand, uh, Jesus' disciples did not want Jesus to go. They said, a short while ago, the Jews tried to stone you, yet you want to go that direction. They don't want Jesus to go. But Jesus chose his own time. A lot of time, we always see the outward difficulty of the environment. We have peer, peer pressure. We have dilemma of a society. We have all kinds of difficulty. Why don't you listen to Lord Jesus Christ? and truly believe in him. Jesus said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Think about that. 
Jesus is the only begotten Son of God the Father. He knows all things. He can do all things as He wishes. He can, he can be anywhere because He's mighty God. That's the reason why the Bible said, Our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, our Comforter, three in one. That's the reason why we believe one true God. Jesus is the Almighty God. Think about that. Jesus created the whole universe before the creation being created. Jesus is there. Therefore, we hand it to him. In this story, we can find three major teachings behind this. First, there is a faith. When Martha had doubt that Jesus would raise Lazarus from the dead, a lot of people sometimes we have doubt, just like Martha did. Even though we know God is there. But Martha, he knew Jesus completely. But he still have a doubt. Jesus told him, told her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Why? Because our human being sin against God. We are separated from God. Therefore, we as human beings, we have to die. That is physical death, just like a Lazarus have to be buried in the grave. But there's another death called spiritual death. A lot of people here in our nation or in the world, they are suffering spiritual death. Their lives are empty and lost. We are born for the fellowship with our Creator, but we are separated. We did not know God. That's the reason why we call the spiritual deaths. We are separate from God. We need to receive Jesus Christ and come back to Him so that we can have a spiritual life. Only Jesus Christ, He can save us. When He shed His precious blood upon the cross, He surrendered His pure life to death as an eternal sacrifice for our sins. Once for all, God made a perfect atonement and redemption to cure the human sins. That's the reason why Apostle John, he said, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, purify us from all sin. Think about that. All the sin and transgression has completely and totally, completely forgiven. Not left any single one. Because the Bible clears that the blood of Jesus, God's Son, purify us from all sins. Every sin will be told forgiven. Because when Jesus nailed on the cross, he take away all our sins, all iniquity, completely forgiven. That's the reason why through cross he can save us. Through cross, we build a relationship with God. We come back to God as the children of God. Through cross, we will have everlasting life. That's the reason why the Bible claims that for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believe him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Do you know God have a particular purpose for your life? Once you completely surrender unto him, you will find one day you come to the throne of God, God will say, good, my son, my daughter, you completely fulfill the will of God. God has a perfect plan for you. That's the reason why we have to come to the Lord. That's called faith. The secondly, there is a hope in the story. And Martha said, when Martha had a doubt, and Jesus told him, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he die. 
So he raised Lazarus from the dead. And then he died on the cross for us. On the third day, he rose from the dead. And after he rose from the dead, Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Think about that. Once we receive Jesus as our personal Savior, you will become the son and the daughter of mighty God. Think about that. Prince and the princess of the creator of the whole universe. What the prince and the princess do? What? Inherit the kingdom, right? Therefore, Jesus said, authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. In other words, you are going to inherit all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, there's no excuse you have despaired. There's no excuse you being frustration or in bitterness. Because all authority has been given to Jesus Christ, you are children of God. Therefore, you should have over, overcome, you should overcome, have victory over victory in your life. Okay, here, suppose, this is a check. And uh, one, after one, there are many, many, many zero behind that. If I put this truck in my pocket, never go to bank to cash it, will this cash affect it to me? No, just a piece of paper. Therefore, I have to go to the bank and go to the usher, the counter, and then cash it. Then this check have a meaning to me. Same thing. We are the children of God. You have to proclaim. You have to receive. And you have to have a faith. Said, I have authority. Because the Bible clearly said in the Gospel of Luke chapter 10, verse 19, God said, Jesus said, I already give you authority to trample the snake and scorpion. And uh, you can overcome all. Nothing will be harmful to you. This is the promise of God. You have to receive that. You have to proclaim. And you have to believe that. That's called faith. Because Jesus rose from the dead. He said, I will be with you always to the very end of the age. He promised to be with us always. Some of the people in the midnight or in some situation, you cry out, Jesus, where are you? Why I'm in such a situation? Like here. This is a bottle. But a lot of people, the situation just like that. Therefore, we have to come back to the Lord, cry out, Lord, because this is your promise, you said you will be with me always to the very end of the age. You just pronounce it and receive it, and Jesus always be with you. That's the reason why when you receive Jesus, you have great hope because your life has great meaning, great purpose, and a great direction. That's the reason why we have to fully believe in Jesus Christ and have such a hope to receive Jesus. Just as this story, when Jesus stood in front of the tomb, Jesus called, Lazarus, come out. And immediately, Lazarus, come out. Let Jesus call our name. John, Mary, Jonah, Jennifer, whatsoever your name is, let Jesus call your name. 
immediately you will receive life, not only here, but also in your life. Thirdly, there is a love in the story. The Bible said, before Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus wept. And Jesus was deeply moved when he came to the Lazarus tomb. Jesus also wept for us. He knows all about us. He knows that our relationship with our family, our relative, is under tension. He knows hypocrisy sometimes in our mind. He knows some kind of thought or lust in your heart. He knows the pride and ego that sometimes you have. He knows all the conflict of your heart. But he say, I love you. That's the reason why he died for every one of us. That's the reason why we have to come back to him. That's the reason why he died on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. That's the reason why this morning you have to come to the Lord. Today the Lord is standing here. He's calling you. But some people say, well, it's too late. My situation is too bad. Besides, time flies. I become even cannot handle with my difficulties. Therefore, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, still have one case, and God brought the prophet Ezekiel in the middle of a valley, and there are lots of bones. They are dry, desolate, maybe they dry bones, have been there over 40 years or even longer. Lack of any sign of life, maybe just like you, maybe your situation just like that. Your heart, sometimes, you cannot feel the touch of God. When you pray, you don't feel the joy. When you serve the Lord, you don't feel the power. And God has left you. You not even realize that. That's the reason why we have to totally surrender to God, totally receive Him, and totally believe in Him, totally have a hope. If you believe, you will see the glory of God. Think about that. Prophet Ezekiel was sent up to see those dry, desolate bones stay there more than 40 years or 100 years. Doesn't matter. And God told him, Son of man, can these bones live? How about you? When God said, can your situation be revived? Can your situation be change but what Ezekiel said he said oh sovereign Lord you alone know because you are mighty God nothing are impossible for you God said prophesy to this bone and say to them dry bone hear the word of the Lord this is what the sovereign Lord said to this bone I will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. I will attach tender to you, and make flesh come upon you, and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord, Almighty God. So Ezekiel, he did not have a doubt. He truly believed. He had hope. He had such a love. So he prophesied, and as he prophesied, there was a great noise, a rattling sound, like an earthquake. The bone came together, bone to bone. He looked, the tenders and the flesh appeared on this bone, and skin covered them. But there was no breath in them, because those people still die and are lying there. 
And the gods said to him, Prophesy to the bread. Prophesy, son of man. And say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Come from the four winds, O breath, and the breeze into this land, and that they may live. So, Ezekiel, with faith, he prophesied as God commanded him, and the breaths entered into those slain. They came to life and stood up on their feet and became a vast army. They are alive again. The same situation may be in your family, in your marriage, in your children, in your position whatsoever, in your life. Because this is not the problem of uh, Lazarus died for four days or four years or 14 years or 400 years or 4,000 years. God is so mighty for. Therefore, God then said, they said, our bones are dry up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord said. Think about that. Our Lord's title is the host of Almighty God. In other words, our God, He controls everything. The Lord of hosts, the sovereign God, the Baruch Hashem Adonai Elohim Shaddai Yevach El Shaddai. Those are Hebrew. Means uh, Almighty God. Nothing impossible for Him. He said, Oh my people, I'm going to open your grave and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of promised land, then you, my people, will know that I am Almighty God. When I open your grave and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will leave. And I will set to you in your own land and you will know that I am the Lord has spoken and I have done it, declared Almighty God. When you believe in Jesus Christ, you are going to have new life. Not only have a new life, the whole thing will be changed because He's going to release your bondage. He's going to open your spiritual eyes so that you can see. Just like He called Lazarus, come out. Do you know why He called Lazarus, come out? If He say, come out, Adam, Eve, Abraham, everybody are going to come out. But Jesus said, time has not come yet until His coming, second coming. Therefore, Jesus said, only this time, Lazarus, you come out. Do you know Lazarus come out like this? Why? Because he was wrapped with a linen cloth. And he cannot see. He probably bumped around because he had the cloth covering him. And Jesus commanded, take off the great cloth and let him go. Once Lazarus, all the linen being released and opened the cloth so that he can see. Brother and sister, lady and gentlemen, do you know we all have spiritual eyes, but a lot of time you cannot see? That's the reason why you ask Jesus Christ to move away, release all the bondage, and open the veil, open the cross, so that you can see that the light from Jesus shine upon you, so that that light can shine here, even in the pitch dark, in despair. But Jesus always there because that's his promise today i'm going to ask you to receive jesus christ how many of you you have heavy burden in your heart even though you may be 
Christian since you were young, but you did not put all your difficulty or dilemma to the Lord gradually, that difficulty accumulated like a large stone covered the entrance of your life. You need to come back to the Lord. Let the Lord remove the large stone so that His light can shine in. Some of the people, you do not invite Jesus Christ into your heart, but He's still waiting there. Like Pastor Peter, he said that some of you may not be baptized. Do you know, most important, also baptized by the Lord Himself in the heart, sanctify our soul, our spirit. Do you know that's the reason why Jesus said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Once you truly believe, because God lacketh His power in faith, once you believe, the glory of God will reveal, because the Bible clearly said, not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Not because we can handle with something, because God can do something. I remember that I graduated from UC Berkeley, even though I'm not a good student, remember that. Why I can't go to UC Berkeley? Because every time in examination, I always pray, Lord, Lord, help me, give me wisdom. You know, a lot of time God give me wisdom, and that reason why I can go to UC Berkeley, and finally, a lot of people say, even my wife said, well, you are not a PhD student, you cannot continue studying so many languages and so many uh, theology. But because, not by mind, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Do you know our brain, a lot of people only use 5% or 7%, even Einstein only use less than 10%. The rest, 90% are not used. This also proves we human beings are created by God not by natural science, because if by the natural random, our brain will use 100%, right? But 94% are ineffective, are not used. Therefore, fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You know, there's a lot of information in computer. That's useless. Only require wisdom to sort out those information, become functional, become useful. Fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's the reason why once you believe in Jesus Christ, you become wise. Why? You use 11% of your brain or 20% of your brain, even more, because God is with us. That's the reason why said, God said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. What kind of glory? The glory of a creation, the glory of mighty God, the glory beyond miracle, the glory beyond impossible. That's the reason why we have to believe. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and the burden, I, I will give you rest. Why a lot of time we cannot use our brain? Because our emotion control or block the way our thinking process. We become irreasonable. That's the reason why we have to come to the Lord put all our burden to the Lord and release our bondage. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changed. He's a today still asks you the same question, just as Jesus asked Martha. 
And he told Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Think about that. Resurrection and life is not just a noun. It's a person. Because Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is the way. He is the truth. Truth and way is another noun. Just like a resurrection and life is not a noun. It's a person. Only Jesus, the creator. He is the person. That reason why we come to Jesus Christ. We receive life, wisdom, strength, power, all sorts of wisdom. He said, I'm the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he die. Do you believe this? And Martha answered, Yes, Lord, I believe you are Messiah, you are anointed one, you are Christ, the one who was to come into the world. Because they believe. Therefore, Lazarus raised from the dead. How about you? Today, it's your responsibility and your opportunity. You have to come to the Lord and truly believe in Jesus Christ. I have such a great hope. I'm going to invite you to the front whether you would like to receive Jesus as your personal Savior or renew your heart or dedicate your, your life to the Lord, or you say, Lord, I have a burden, I have a difficulty. Come to help me to solve those problems. You may come forward. And Jesus said, whoever believe me, acknowledge me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. All those who disown before man, I will also disown him before my Father in heaven. That's the reason why he always calls people publicly. Why we have to publicly come to the Lord? Because he died on the cross publicly. That's the reason why. you are. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Come here. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Come while you can. We're facing to the front. This is your opportunity to hand it your difficulties or your prayer to the Lord. We wait for you. There's a small voice into you, inside of you. Come to the front. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Whoever you are, come while you can. There's a small voice in you. Come while you can. Come. Jesus love you. Whoever you are. Jesus love you. Come while you can. Do you want to come? Jesus love you. Whoever you are, come. Jesus love you. Whoever you are, come. You know, every one of us have a potential, have a Michael John or any other famous person. Why? Because they believe in God. 
Be if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Come while you can. There's a small voice. We come, come. You ask your friend and relative. Come while you can. Jesus love you. You ask your friend and relative whether he or she will come to the front. We wait for you. Jesus love you. Any one of you, we love you. Jesus love you. Jesus love you. Wherever you are, three magazi to one, buji to one. Wherever you are, anyone, Jesus love you. Come while you can. Anyone of you, there's a small voice. Come. Jesus love you. Do you want to come? Hand it yourself to the Lord. Let the Lord help you. Jesus love you. Any one of us, come while you can. Do you want to come? Yeah. Jesus love you. Let's all stand up. Let's all stand up. We are going to pray together. This prayer is toward Jesus Christ. Once you truly believe, and our prayer will go to our heavenly Father. Please repeat after me. This prayer is toward Jesus Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, please repeat it after me. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, my Comforter, I come to you in the name of my Lord Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus died on the cross for me. On the third day, he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven. He will return to judge the world. Because of this, I will have everlasting life. Thank you, Jesus. You promise in the Bible. If I confess with my mouth. Jesus is Lord, and believe in my heart that God raised Him from the dead. I will be saved. Therefore, I'm safe in the name of my Lord Jesus Christ. I will have everlasting life. I receive the authority of children of God. Therefore, in the name of my Lord Jesus Christ, Satan, the devil, get away from me! In the name of my Lord Jesus Christ, evil spirit and the bondage, get away from me! In the name of my Lord Jesus Christ, any temptation and the bad habits. Get away from me! Thank you, Jesus. Please give me strength and the power. 
wherever I testify for you. Let me have a victory over victory in my life. This I pray in the name of my Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.